1: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Micah Koop.
0: Hello and thank you for joining us for the program today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630, KSLR. And you're joining us for our Church of the Week feature. And today in the studio we have with us Pastor John Blig. Pastor John is the, is the pastor at the Oasis of Light Church, and it's a pleasure to have you with us in the studio today, Pastor John.
1: It's a pleasure for me to be here.
0: <laughs> well, we, uh, we want to thank you for being here, and we want to hear all about what God's doing at Oasis of Light Church. But before we do that, can you just give us a, a little bit of background about yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes, I am originally from Romania. I came to the United States in 1999. Uh, lived in Chicago uh, for about nine years. In 2008, um, well, I went to Bible College. Uh, it's Andrew Womack's Bible College. It's called Keris Bible College. Uh, went there for two years and uh, started in 06, graduated in 08, and right afterwards, um, the Lord had us move here to San Antonio, so we moved in August of 08 here. I started the Oasis of Light.
0: And uh, now you're from, <clears throat> you're from Romania, uh, do you have family back there? Is all your family here now, or, or how, how does that work?
1: I have one sister back in Romania, she never wanted to come here, uh, to live here. She came to visit once, um, but um, my parents were in Chicago, uh, my siblings are all here. I'm from a large family, we're nine.
0: Wow, wow. And you have a family of your own?
1: Yes, I do. I have uh, my wife, Michaela, and uh, we have three children. Uh, Jason is 17, Melody is 12, and Harmony is three.
0: Excellent, excellent. And uh, tell us a little bit about, if you wouldn't mind, Pastor John, you know, um, obviously you, you moved to the United States. Uh, you, uh, you mentioned you went to Bible college, but um, tell us a little bit about how you met the Lord. How, how was it you came to salvation?
1: Yes, I, um, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. My father was a preacher, so I grew up basically in church. But I remember uh, I was nine years old, and I was in church, and I heard for the first time in my life the gospel. I heard someone teach on the value that we carry in the eyes of God and how precious we are and what God did for us. And even though I did not go for an altar call, uh, I came home and I started asking my father, teach me how to pray, Uh, teach me uh, how to know God. And I went through a period of time when that's the time when I really believe I was born again. Uh, There was another time when I was 15 uh, that I really started going into the things of God. Uh, but, my new birth, I think, I believe, with all my heart happened when I was nine years old
0: and then, at fifteen what what began to happen to propel you down the path that you're on now
1: well i had um I had friends that were really good people, really good Christians, and I started going to prayer meetings with them, and I really wanted to experience what they experienced, so that's that's what uh, turned me on to the Lord and to the work of the ministry I started uh, singing in church uh, and playing my guitar short after and became a youth pastor in a pretty large uh, church we come from like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred people church um, became a preacher in that church, and then the Lord moved me on into church planting uh, back in Romania
0: so you were that all that happened back in Romania and then you began um, more or less kind of a missions ministry uh, in Romania as well or in other places? I was
1: a missionary to the Czech Republic. Okay. Um, I went there about four or five times, don't recall exactly, anywhere from three weeks to uh, like five months the most. And I got to live among people from every nation, and we've, we would do missions around Prague and, and the cities around and it was just a wonderful time, you know, being there with people from, I would say, I don't know, seven or eight different nations. Wow. Um, it was just great to see the love of God flowing through us and God reaching people through us.
0: Literally making disciples of all nations, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> and Pastor John, uh, you know, with uh, with what you do at the Oasis of Light and having been now in Chicago, which is a major U.S. city, and throughout the U.S., and and now in San Antonio, which is another great U.S. city, uh, what would you kind of... How would you compare, or or what would you say uh, you see as the state of the church, so to speak, in the United States versus other nations?
1: I believe there is a... There is a hunger that I saw in other nations where in the United States, I believe we're going to reach that point pretty soon. Right. I believe people will have enough of legalism, enough of, of uh, teaching about um, self-improvement, um, and they will finally turn to the grace of God they will finally allow the power of God the grace of God to work in their lives. So I see I see America as ready for a revival. Mm.
0: That's that's very very powerful Pastor John and um explain to those maybe listening that don't understand you know maybe they they haven't been to a church like yours they 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 don't understand the term revival. Because it's just something they read happened back in the days of Wesley and Finney and all these people. But explain, explain what you mean when you say that you believe the United States is ready for revival.
1: What I mean by revival, what I believe revival really is more now signs, wonders, miracles happening. I believe we're going to see that. Uh, But revival really is in someone's life or in a church or in a city where people fall in love with God. Mm. They can't help themselves. They would do anything for the Lord and we love Him because He first loved us.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, I think sometimes we miss that, what you just said so, so often, Pastor John, which is that we are able to love Him because He first loved us. You know, so many people say, oh, well, I found Jesus, or um, I came to the Lord, or this happened. But all along, he's been after us. Isn't
1: that true? Absolutely. (laughs) The Lord has been seeking for us. The Lord is the one that came, left heaven, and came and saved us. Hmm. Now, we accepted his salvation, but he did the work. Right, right. We get the benefits. God gets the glory.
0: There's that divine exchange, huh?
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, Pastor John... um, You mentioned you you were in Chicago, uh, you were in Romania, you were in different places, and that you felt like the Lord, after your Bible school training here in America, led you to come to San Antonio. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that experience. What was it that you felt like the Lord said that was significant about San Antonio, significant about what you were called to do here, um, you and, and even before you began Oasis of Light?
1: Well, I came first to San Antonio to invest in real estate, as I was a real estate broker back in Chicago. And I met a couple of family, dear families, that uh, wanted me to move here and start a church. And I said, well, I will not move here unless the Lord says to do so. So I was in Bible college, and we had um, Charlie Gill LeBlanc come and teach on worship. And uh, the presence of God just filled that room. And I really saw the Lord. Now, I know this is strange for some people, but I did. (laughs) And uh, some people think that this is very spiritual. You know, I say, when you have a vision, it probably is because God exhausted any other way of talking (laughs) to you. So he had to break through He had to to get through somehow, right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So um, I saw the Lord in an open vision and he pointed at me and said my son go to san antonio and open an oasis of light for me there. Wow. So at that point I just said yes sir.
0: Pre- pretty clear at that point huh? Absolutely. <laughs> um that that's that's amazing pastor John. Uh you know I know a lot of people that I've met have have had visions. Uh, of the Lord speaking to them. You know, it's even happening among the uh, some Muslims in, in other nations that are they're having visions of Jesus, and it's leading them to Christ. Uh, it's leading them to repent of, of a lifestyle of Antichrist and come to Christ because they, on a pilgrimage or whatever, they've had these visions. So very clearly the Lord has been doing this, you know, from the book of Acts and until now. We, we see he continues to speak that way. So uh, what an amazing way to hear the Lord give you direction there's really no questioning it at that point is there
1: absolutely <laughs> and it's not just that it, it you don't feel I didn't feel like like if I didn't move to San Antonio then something bad's gonna happen to me
0: sure I sure. just
1: wanted to gum to come because uh, you know I just love him I understand his love and I really want to be in the center of his will
0: so now you're here in San Antonio uh, Pastor John, you began the Oasis of Light Church, uh, but there's also a ministry training center as well. Can you tell us a, a little bit about that?
1: That's right. Uh, when I moved to San Antonio, I, I remembered the years I spent in college, in Kiris Bible College, and I loved it so much. I had the curriculum on DVD, and I, would, um, I thought, I, I need to start this. I need to create an environment like that where people are in the Word all week long, not just Sunday. Right. So I decided to start Oasis of Light Bible College. And just this past year, we became Curious Bible College. We, we're affiliated with Andrew Womack Ministries. Actually, we're ex- an extension of his Bible college in Colorado.
0: And um, what what is the... Semester like what's what's the curriculum co- like? What's the involvement of of uh, someone who attends the the Karis Bible College?
1: The curriculum it's it's awesome. I I really appreci- appreciate Andrew Womack and and how he managed to get so many awesome teachers together. It's an amazing thing to me. Now he's an awesome teacher, and he teaches uh, a lot of the curriculum. Uh, but one of the things that you get out of Curious Bible College is, um, I think above all, you really m- learn your identity. When you, end, uh, when you finish Curious Bible College, you know who you are in Christ. You know your identity. You know God. So your whole perception about God and about who he is and who you are and the relationship in between you and him completely changes. It's an amazing thing to see.
0: And Pastor John, it sounds like a really great place. You've you started the the Bible school and School of Ministry. You've started now the Church Oasis of Light. And as you as you've been developing these different ministries in the city of San Antonio, uh, what what would you say? Kind of is is the mission or the vision that the Lord has kind of put before you that that you feel like. This is why we're here in this city. This is why Oasis of Light exists. This is why the Lord brought us to San Antonio. This is why we started the, the Bible school. What, what would you say is kind of the mission that he's put on you to, uh, to release in the city of San Antonio?
1: It really comes from uh, Matthew 28 where the Lord tells us to go and make disciples. We don't just believe in converting people to Christianity. We believe in making disciples. And really, we want to change the view that the world has about God. We want to present the real God to the world, the God of love, the God of grace, um, the God that accepted us, the God that loves us unconditionally. So we are here to preach the unconditional love and grace of God to the nations of the world. We do have. We do believe this is going. We're going to reach San Antonio, but we believe this is going to be a platform for missions. I believe God's going to have us move uh, back to Europe, uh, reach East West Europe, reach Russia, reach the Muslim countries. I believe they'll open up. Uh, we already have a missionary in the in South America. Uh, my wife's been on on a mission field in Africa, and will be there. I believe God called us to be all over the world. I believe God wants us to be a voice that speaks the love and the grace of God to the nations.
0: the love and the grace of God to the nations. now, what is it that you feel like God has put on your heart so strongly about missions? you know you 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 mentioned all these different nations why Uh, why not just be a traditional church where you you stay in in this city this is where the Lord called you what is so important about missions
1: well I believe it's it's the Great Commission it's what the Lord told us to do and it's not just he told us to do that it is in our heart I believe it is the heart of God to reach the nations now, I do believe in reaching the city of San Antonio. I believe we're going to have a great impact here. As we raise leaders and they start ministries, it's going to be, have a great impact on the city of San Antonio. And that's what we're going to focus first. Um, but in time, I believe that uh, we're going to start expanding to other cities in the United States uh, as well as other countries.
0: So literally taking Acts eight. Of Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria To the ends of the earth Absolutely That's the vision That's right Excellent And Pastor John At Oasis of Light Church You know You've said it several times now That uh, we believe That this message Of God's love And grace Is the message of the day That's what That's what you've written In, in, uh, in, in several of your material That I've read Talk a little bit more about that What, what is uh, Specifically Give, maybe break it down for someone who doesn't... That that, that description maybe seems to them like just a, a, a statement. The, but, but what is the, the message of God's love and grace that is the message of the day?
1: The message of God's love and grace really started before time began. Before he laid the foundations of the earth, as Ephesians 1, 4 says, he made up his mind. He settled his mind on us. He decided that we're going to be the focus of his love and that we are... What I believe is that we're called to be in the center of his love, and I believe that his love is the only thing that could heal us, is the only thing that could completely make us whole. And that's what Ephesians 1 says, 1, 4 and 4 to 7. We've been called and we've been... um, We've been destined to be part of his family, to be his children. Uh, Now, this did not start with the fall of man. Uh, See, the fall of man happened, and that's why Jesus came, and he is our Savior. But the plan of God always was that we be part of his family, that we have a good relationship with him. And, you know, there's that difference in between the slave mentality or the servant mest- mentality, or the sonship, or mm. a person that understands who they are in Christ as a part of his family, and they do serve, but they serve because of love right now god 's unconditional love is amazing I mean it really uh, we 've been so taught this uh, message of performance. Mm. When you come to God, it, it it really is based on who you are. And when you start understanding your identity, when you start understanding God's love for you, I mean, no doubt you will do more than most people do in this world for God. But the difference is it's not you doing it. It's the grace of God that right. lives in you. So. For someone to understand what we're talking about, we don't believe that God came. I mean it's John 3:17 that says, "The Son of Man did not come into the world to, to condemn, condemn the, the world, world right. but that the world through him might be saved, mm-hmm. and we also believe that the work is finished. Right. It's accomplished. So God did save the world. I will say, We need to accept that salvation, right. or people will end up in hell. But the work is done, it's completed. The whole world was saved, healed, set free, delivered, right. uh, made prosperous. So what we need to do, we need to come to the understanding, to the revelation of who we are and what was done for us, who God is. And that revelation will give birth to a new life in us, will cause the nature of God, will cause the life of God to flow freely through us. So it's not an effort. What I'm talking about, it's an effortless life. You live this life without putting an effort into it. And it simply flows out of the revelation of the love of God for you.
0: The love and the grace of God as you're mentioning, Pastor John, it it seems like maybe we've put the cart before the horse, so to speak where we're, we're trying to be or or maybe a better word is we're trying to do all the right things without understanding the right things first. Uh, I, I know it's something that Joseph Prince says is right believing equals right living, and we're trying to do it the other way around. That's what you're saying, is it not?
1: That's right. That's exactly it.
0: That revelation then leads us towards good works and, and fulfills what John says, that by our love, the world will know we're his disciples. That's very powerful Pastor John. And at Oasis of Light, I mean that's that's the message, right? That's the that's the light that you're speaking to your congregation and the people that come.
1: Absolutely. That's that's what we teach, that's what we preach, that's what we believe and I I start my services saying if you came here to be condemned, you came to the wrong place. <laughs> but if you came to be encouraged, you are definitely in the right place here.
0: Excellent. Now, uh Pastor John, in in shifting a little bit uh, deeper into Oasis of Light Church. Tell us uh, what what do you find that, um, you know, not to, obviously we don't put down any churches in the city, we have a, a bunch of great churches in the city that are doing great things, but what is unique about Oasis of Light Church?
1: I believe that uh, we our uniqueness, and I heard this from my congregation, I heard this from our people, is that It's a place of no condemnation, guilt, or shame. It's a place where we're really positive. It's a place where the Word of God is preached. I heard other people telling me that this is the truth, and people need to hear it. So I think that, and I'm not saying other people don't preach the truth. I know Jesus is the truth. What we are saying is I, I believe that we have, just by the name that the Lord told me to give the church, we're a church where revelation flows. We receive a lot of revelation from God. And we're a church that believes that people should live out of their view or their understanding of God, their revelation of God. And as as that happens, their whole life changes. Mm-hmm. See, the more you see God as a God of love, the more you will let that love flow through you towards other people. The more you understand that the freedom that God lives in is to live his life for other people, the more you will live your life for other people. The more you see God as, as Abba, as Daddy, as your Father, the more you will be able to express that towards other people.
0: You know, Pastor John, you said something, um, that Oasis of Light Church is is a place of no condemnation. Um, It's a place of of no shame, all all of those things. To the listener out there that maybe thinks, well, then, you know, you must not be doing it right if there's no condemnation. Explain the difference between condemnation and conviction.
1: Well, conviction, what I understand through conviction is when the Holy Spirit of God comes and is convicting you of the fact that I would say the real word there is not conviction. It's convincing you. Mm. The Holy Spirit is convincing you of who you are in him. It's convincing you of your true identity. It's convincing you that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. It's convincing you that God loves you no matter what. And out of that revelation, so the Holy Spirit will not tell you you're a dirty sinner. <laughs> yeah. He will tell you you are the righteousness of God in Christ because that is the truth. He cannot say anything else. He will tell you the truth, and you will stop doing some of the things that you're doing, or you will stop going through to some places that you're going just because of that revelation, because you start understanding who you are and the, the reality of the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. So a real-life transformation flows out of that. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not saying, uh, yes, there are going to be people that will take this to an extreme and will try to misuse it. Sure. sure. I, I, that That is... That always comes. But Paul had that problem. He did. Um, you know, he said, should we sin so that Christ could abound? <laughs> no way. So, but here's, here's, the, here's the point. If people don't ask that question, I wonder if we're preaching the same message that Paul did. They asked that question in his time. And he's giving them the answer, and that's the same answer that we give. No way. Now, on the other hand, you know, most of the time... Um, a uh, sin lifestyle is corrected usually in church uh, by preaching against that. And what we learned is that what you focus on, you will have Absolutely. more
0: of. Absolutely. It's like telling a child, no, you don't want that. No, you don't want that. Well, that's all they can think
1: about. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so what we do, uh, if you learn from Paul, for instance, he dealt with, with a lot of sin in, in the church in Cor- of Corinth. And he's going, he's asking the question, he says, what? Know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Right. So what he the way he's addressing sin is not by telling them, you are so bad, you are so rotten, you are, I don't know if God can ever forgive you <laughs> of death or all of that stuff. Right. You know, Paul comes and says, know ye not that you are, not that you will be. You already are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that revelation is what corrects. That revelation is what brings people out of sin into, into living in their real identity.
0: For someone, Pastor John, that's listening to this interview and they say, man, this Oasis of Light Church, this, this sounds great. Um, I'd love to come visit. When can they come visit? Where can they come visit a service?
1: Well, we are located right north of um, 410 on San Pedro about half a mile. If you turn left at Valero Gas Station, we're going to be on your right side, and we'll meet every Sunday morning at 11.
0: And what's the address?
1: The address is 435 McCarty
0: Road. 435 McCarty Road. Well, we want to thank you so much for being here, Pastor John, and, and uh, taking the time to to tell us about the vision of Oasis of Light Church, to tell us a little bit about your own heart, um, we've spoken off air several times about some of these things, and, and I, I believe just as you do that San Antonio is primed and ready for revival and that the message of Christ, pure and unadulterated, unaltered, just the message of, of Jesus Christ will break open the gates of heaven. So we want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing that with us.
1: Yes, Pastor Michael, I want to thank you for uh, evi- inviting me here. It's a privilege and an honor to be able to speak to the people of San Antonio.
0: And we want to thank you for joining us on behalf of AM630 KSLR. We want to invite you to go, go ahead and uh, visit one of the services at Oasis of Light Church at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning, um, or just check out their website. If you want to go online at theoasisoflight.org, that's theoasisoflight.org, and check out the different things they have going on, the, the school, the ministry, the services, and, uh, and get over there for one of their services and greet Pastor John. We want to thank you for joining us for the Church of the Week feature with Pastor John Blig of the Oasis of Light Church. I am Micah Coop, and keep listening to AM630, KSLR, The Word in South Texas.
1: Thank you for joining us today as we feature the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church, If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.